But I'm not saying that uh, you know if you don't homeschool, you're a bad parent. I'm just saying if you don't homeschool, you should feel guilty. <laughs> FSBT. Sometimes we're not terrible. <laughs> Which is kind of a lie. I mean, we're always kind of terrible. But it's yeah. okay. I like Pam a lot, though. Maybe because maybe because I see myself as Pam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm identifying as Pam. Maybe maybe it's, it's and Casey's my gym. <laughs> Okay, so you know how sometimes, like as a as a parent, you'll you'll hear things, like maybe like a crash from the other room, and you gotta you gotta like do the you gotta weigh it in your mind of do I really want to deal with that like in this exact moment? Yes, yes. So, I do the pause though. And I wait <laughs> to see if if there's any other sounds afterwards, like either Casey yelling at someone or crying because they're hurt. If there's neither, I don't move. <laughs> you just Someone will clean it up, right? Slide the headphones on and plead <laughs> ignorance. I'm on a call. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> I swear I'm talking to someone. So I was on the computer uh, the other day, and my older two girls, they get into these role plays, and they're just really detailed, and they play uh-huh. these characters, and they just go on and on. And As long as they're not you know, destroying something, I just kind of leave them alone. But uh, I heard one of them say, watch out, there's a black guy after me. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to have one of those moments of like, oh, gosh, it's like eight o'clock at night. Like, is this something I want to unpack in this moment? Right. Like, what is happening right now? So I just kind of left it alone and uh, just to see what would happen. And then like the role play shifted a little bit and then it got kind of fuzzy. And then like the black guy was a swamp monster or the black guy was working with a swamp monster or something like it was a little ambiguous. So I decided to just leave it alone and just watch it for a little bit. Uh, Danny, I think, I think we're in the clear. I think it was like a Minecraft role play. Oh my gosh. Oh, the black monster. Because then they started talking about green guys. Yeah. Like, Wait, are this like the zombies or something? Like, are they, so I'm I'm about ninety percent sure it was a Minecraft role play. Oh, so you avoided it? Can you imagine if you just dug in right away? <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> let's get in. Let's unpack this, girls. <laughs> First of all, did you hear this from mommy? <laughs> Guys, we're about to have a teaching moment here. <laughs> then each of you will tweet your apologies. Oh my god. And say that you're looking forward to uh to growing as a person from this. It's so true. So I, I think we're in the clear. That's good. Are they super addicted to Minecraft? Yeah, that's kind of their uh that's kind of their thing at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ours too. We did uh we did Disney Infinity for a while and now it's Minecraft. Yeah, I loved Infinity. I actually enjoyed playing that myself. <laughs> 
it was a racket, man. Like that was a that was an ingenious business plan. Of like we're going to sell you the game, but you got to buy the characters on the side. All the characters. Holy so cow! It was like a instead of like a twenty dollar game or a thirty dollar game, it was like a hundred dollar game because you had to buy all the characters for it. <laughs> they got you too, and then they introduced Star Wars, and then I was hooked. Yeah. <laughs> game over. Girls, get out of the way. Dad needs to play this game. <laughs> All right, I gotta I gotta pull out of the uh, the dad rabbit hole here. Pull so, out. so welcome back to Fun Sexy Bible Time. Uh, Thanks. We gotta do a uh, gotta do. It's a been show. almost a year. It's been a year. It was like May, I think, last wow. year. Wow. Yeah. No, it's fine. I I realized I didn't. I wasn't a big ratings <laughs> boost for you. Bunch of nerd talk. <laughs> Well, you know, you got a lot of competition within your own household. Oh, that's true. I mean, Casey brings her A game. Makes it really uncomfortable sometimes. <laughs> she, she really does. <laughs> yeah, she really does. Yeah, 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 yeah. From the, coming from like the inside of, of the Haas household, was there a, was there like, could you see the transformation happening as she went from like, oh, just like random you know, guests every, every once in a while to like, it's sort of like becoming her podcast as well. Yeah. 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 She has like a board with like red string going around <laughs> planning out her next, you know, tweets of the year or what did this person just tweet? It's pretty good. She gets a little crazy and she goes down her rabbit holes and then she like starts bringing up people. Like I follow these people online. Like she does. Oh, you! Like, I, I don't know Christian Twitter oh, like like you you're guys blessed. do. You're blessed, though. Yeah, you don't have I mean, to wade through the sludge. I just wait for the scandals and then I get in on it. <laughs> you jump on the dog pile at that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I I would say probably about half of the feedback that comes into the show is at this point is like, hey, get Casey to talk about this. <laughs> what can you get Casey to talk about? <laughs> It's like, it's like, hey, I'm sending this in for Casey. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Don't worry. She doesn't have a job she can get fired from. Let her say it. <laughs> she, she doesn't have a career to ruin. <laughs> <laughs> What's that got to do with anything? <laughs> All, All right, right. So let's do a shout out to our newest patron. Shout All out right. to Carter Brinkley. Joined up to support us. That's a good name. Carter Brinkley. I can't say that I... Uh, can't say that I support anyone's decision to to uh, become a patron. I think it's probably a bad call, but mm. um, we definitely appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. I don't really know. Well, yeah, because well, actually, you won't. Will you ever see like the money from this, or will it just be commandeered as soon as it comes in? Wait, money's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I don't see a penny. It, it will go directly into the Little Caesars fund. Yes. Oh my gosh, Little Caesars. Ah, so good. Uh, so if uh, let me qualify this. If you're if you're new to the podcast, making it sound like we were rolling in the dough. Um, rolling. <laughs> so we 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 use the support from Patreon to pay for the hosting costs for the show to keep ourselves on the air. And also we send a little bit to uh, each person that comes on just as like a token. Thank you because time is valuable. 
and I wouldn't keep asking people to come on just, you know, for nothing. So mm. we, uh, we send them enough to cover probably, probably two, two little Caesars pizzas. Uh, a couple toppings. Couple toppings. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some crazy bread. That's. that's I mean, that's a good. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a good night. That's a good night. Good yeah, night for homeschooling family. Right <laughs> Usually Monday nights. <laughs> so there's a. I saw like a little hint of something on Christian Twitter. I'll bring yes. you in on. Uh, bring it was me something. In. Something about. I'll give you like, an outsider's opinion. Well, you, we're on the same team on this one is because we're homeschooling oh, dads, but it okay. was uh, something like people were upset about uh, like the the phrase, you're such a good parent. Why don't you homeschool? <laughs> 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 Which I think is fantastic. That's weird. Who tweeted that? Mm, I can't. I think it was like on... I can't remember if it was Shannon Martin or somebody she was replying to, but it was like, it was in, or it was around her feed somewhere. Oh like, my goodness. Um, You're such a good parent. You should homeschool. Like, like I think they were upset that like some, like that, that, that was a thing that people would say. <laughs> oh my gosh. And my response is you're doggone right. I'm a good parent for homeschooling. Right. Heck yeah. I mean, I don't have much involved with it. <laughs> Casey does everything, <laughs> but it is amazing. Look, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, if you don't homeschool, you're a bad parent. I'm just saying if you don't homeschool, you should feel guilty. <laughs> That's all oh, I'm saying right here. Gosh. Matthew. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my, man, got my first Matthew of of the uh, of the podcast. That's a that's a hot take. Well, I have a lot of hot takes today, Dan. Yeah, um, I'm ready for them. You're ready for them. Uh, you know, you know, homeschooling is stressful though. It's like I feel like you have this moment where it's like, yeah, this is amazing, but I mean, I don't do a lot of the teaching, but it's it's weird, and like. Making sure your kids are <laughs> smart, <laughs> and it's all hanging on you <laughs> to do that. Oh man, yeah, that's why I don't do it. Casey does it. Yeah, we just be doodling all day. To me, like homeschooling is easy now. Like, I mean, granted, Kendra does most of the homeschooling, but I'm just saying, like, as as a concept, homeschooling is easier now. Because like when I was being homeschooled, like it mm. was paranoia everywhere. Interesting. It, you know, we weren't allowed to play in the front yard until after two o'clock. Right, because it looked like you were skipping school. Exactly. And we could play in the backyard, but we couldn't make a lot of noise. That's so weird because it wasn't like what illegal <laughs> to homeschool. <laughs> no, but it was really, like during the. Uh, it's funny, Casey does that too. Uh, about playing outside at weird hours. Uh huh. This was like a during the the Clinton administration. This was <laughs> Janet Reno. Um, those libs. Well, but you know, we yeah, this was like right after Ruby Ridge. This was like during Waco. There was like just a lot wow. of like paranoia that the government was going to come and get you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. And uh, you know, we just thought that the the 
there was this belief that the school board had agents that were just driving <laughs> around nonstop around the city. Um, that they were, they were looking for homeschool kids that they could steal or report and have the police come. Oh, man. Did you know you're going to homeschool as no, a parent? No, absolutely not. Like it was just kind of a, um, I'm not going to say spur of the moment cause that sounds bad, but, um, <laughs> Hey, let's just do this. It was like a, it was like an evaluation that we did. Like when our first kid was, was five, it's like, okay, so what do we want to do? Yeah. Interesting. Are you doing things, uh, as a homeschool parent that you, your parents did to you? Ooh, good question. Um, have you caught yourself and was like, my mom did this. I probably shouldn't do this. Um, I don't know. Like sometimes I'll use, uh, like rewards to do your school. Like that's probably mm-hmm. not good, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay, you can buy 10 minutes of game time by doing this lesson, by doing this lesson, you can buy 10 more minutes of game time. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's probably bad. You should just pierce do, currency. Yeah. You should just do school regardless. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough to get kids to do anything that they don't want to do. So I'm all for giving them things <laughs> or taking things away. I will but say we this, grew like, up. I mean, we grew up only public school, so coming into wanting to do the homeschool was really foreign for us. I bet. <clears throat> I mean, I always thought the homeschool kids were weird. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were not incorrect, sir. Um, I only know a few, and only knew a few of them, but yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing that is is pretty similar to when I was being homeschooled is that. Um, my kids are library kids like I was right. I spent a lot of time at the library. Like reading is like a huge part of, um, of what we do as homeschoolers, which is, I think it's pretty cool. It's like self-directed stuff. It's like, okay, let's find some stuff that you want to study and let's go check out every library book they have and read about it. Yeah. I like that. I like the freedom of that for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't do me any favors as a 15 year old <laughs> in youth group when my area of expertise was world war one. <laughs> And I had read every book in the Huntsville Public Library about <laughs> World War One, and none of the girls wanted to hear about the Schlieffen Plan. Oh, my God. About keep the right wing strong, or the right <laughs> flank strong. The right flank. Did not mm. do me any favors. Oh, man. I'm just picturing it now. <laughs> you had a picture like a, like a six-foot five 15 year old that weighs like 120 pounds i'm also picturing you in the full military gear <laughs> <laughs> like the buster blues yes uh, <laughs> whoo, oh, shout it, out to the three people listening who caught that who caught oh, any of those oh, references it's okay That's all right funny. so on the docket a lot of stuff today um as the sort of the unofficial um, fun, sexy Bible time. What is your title? Brand consultant. Mm, I like that. Brand consultant. We've got to do a shout out to the, 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 where this is coming from is I got to do a shout out. Cause we have a lot of listeners, uh, who listen to us from Christian college and or seminary, uh, specifically Boyce college. Uh, and I can't shout them out cause they'll get in trouble. Just kidding. I'm going to shout them out anyway. So shout out to Ian and Grant and probably a couple of others. I can't remember their names. Uh, but I was going to send them some t-shirts to boys college, mm. but then I realized they'd probably get in trouble if I sent them t-shirts, 
Really? Did it say fun, sexy Bible time? I mean, oh. Probably- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What about the Switchfoot yes or no shirt? Well, yes. That We need to make – I'm I'm on the verge of, of putting out some new T-shirts. Yes. Um, and I've got some slow – I'm thinking about just doing instead of fun, sexy Bible time spelled out, just doing FSBT. Mm. And then a Under slogan. the radar. Yeah. So we can we can send those out to Christian colleges and people yes. in trouble. So let me I hit like you with some uh, some slogans. Okay. And, uh, you, you tell me what you think. Okay. All right. FSBT, because your podcast sucks ass. <laughs> oh, right to the point. No, I like that. No. <laughs> so the- you have to probably uh, break off those letters, too. I don't think you can put that on a shirt. <laughs> So they wouldn't get in trouble for fun, sexy Bible time, but if, if we say oh, because man. your podcast sucks ass. Uh, Are we talking about Enneagram podcasts? <laughs> oh, shots fired. Shots <laughs> fired. Uh, I'm a three. I'm, I'm allowed to. <laughs> all right. So it sounds like you're giving that one a conditional thumbs up. I, I, am, I am all for that shirt. <laughs> And the slogan. I need that on a shirt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how much my Presbyterian church will like it. All right. FSBT, let us make love to your ears. <laughs> no, that's solid. Oh, I like that. Hmm. Yes. Also, yes. don't think they could wear that one at Christian college. Um... I mean, maybe. Making love is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one's my personal favorite. I'm going to tip my hand a little bit. FSBT, Christian Podcast of the Year, 1984. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I love that one. That one's that one's the best. Okay. I mean, that one's really good. Last one. FSBT. Sometimes we're not terrible. <laughs> Which is kind of a lie. I mean, we're always kind of terrible, but it's whatever. okay. People are here for the dolphins talk. <laughs> Let's be real. Dolphins talk. See, I don't, I, I mean, I don't know if that'll be in the episode. So that'll just be, what are they talking about dolphins? What are they talking about okay. dolphins? See, now they're, now they're curious. Yeah. I don't know. We'll just leave that alone. We'll just let. Let people wonder what the let it simmer what the dolphins talk was about. All right, so which one gets your vote on that? Because oh, your podcast sucks ass. Let us make love to your ears. Christian podcast of the year, nineteen eighty four. Or sometimes we're not terrible. <laughs> you know the the suck ass is um, <laughs> always going to be my favorite, uh, but I think the most marketable. <laughs> is best Christian podcast 1984. <laughs> I really love that one. Look, At least for a t-shirt. <laughs> if you think we're in this to actually get listeners, sir, you have the wrong podcast. You have the wrong podcast. <laughs> oh my. All right, because so listeners, uh, your podcast sucks. Yeah. Listeners weigh in. Let, let us know what you think. What's the, what's the best slogan for our new round of t-shirts? Oh, man. I'm very curious to hear what the, what the listeners have to say. Write in. Tweet at us. <laughs> this, is, this is true. 
something. I'm pretty sure I would not be allowed to wear because your podcast sucks ass in my own home. Mm. Mm. I'm pretty sure yeah. I would not be allowed to wear "Let Us Make Love to Your Ears" in my own home. Yeah, I don't. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I could wear it. I just don't want to feel those questions from my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, what does "Make Love to Your Ears" mean? We know it's not a Minecraft reference. <laughs> man that's a good one all right so i feel better you you didn't veto any of those outright no i will not veto any of those (laughs) they're gold as as the uh as the official fsbt uh, Mm -hmm. brand consultant i'm already designing the shirts now Which okay, here's a follow up question. Which one of those shirts should we print out a bunch of them and just send them to like random famous Christians? Oh my gosh. Like Eat Franklin this. Graham. Ugh. <laughs> I just want ugh. Send him whatever, the worst shirt you could think of. Okay, we'll go to the other Tim Tebow. Oh, so, I love Tim. I love Tim too. Um still send him the suck ass shirt. <laughs> His and hers as a, as a oh wedding gift. Gosh. Hey, shout out to you, Tim Tebow, making it to the wedding. I mean, I'm assuming making it to the wedding night. I mean, he's making it to it. I don't know. If... <laughs> <laughs> uh, good old Tim. Tim. I, I don't know how that worked at Florida. I just, I really don't know how that worked at Florida. Because I, I can only imagine like the opportunities that were mm. thrown his way, shall we say? Right. Oh. And then I, I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I've, I've kind of like being like in Christian culture and Christian college and church for like I've, I've kind of known guys sort of like that that just I don't know. It was like they, they didn't. They didn't respond the same way I would respond to things. You know what I mean? Elaborate. Like, let's let's hear this. I Dig don't know, deep. Like, like in Christian college, there would be guys where it's like they were straight, they liked girls, but like it didn't it didn't affect them the same way that it affected the rest of us. Mm. It was like, oh, just kind of take them or leave them, you know. Interesting. And they had this like goal of like, yeah, I'm going to get married one day, but it was, there's just no urgency whatsoever to it. Well, they probably prayed more, Matthew. (laughs) (laughs) Probably so. Mm, They were getting their one free sin. (laughs) They were not using it on that. I was so disappointed that nobody, nobody did the follow up tweet to that saying that like, it's not a sin to throw knives. Because I had a joke ready to go, uh, but it just, it depended on somebody uh, tweeting No one that. took the bait? Nobody took the bait. Uh, because the follow-up joke was going to be, yes, but he was throwing the knives at old people. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a sin. Oh, man. So. Tim Tebow. <laughs> what a dude. 
All right. Can I hit you with a so faith based movie? Wait, are you saying that if you are Heisman quarterback in college, mm-hmm. nothing was off limits for you? What do you What do you mean? <laughs> uh, you were saying like the opportunities for him. So if you're saying you were Heisman, are you saying the opportunities for you? Would still be there, and you would never have made it to wedding night. I don't. I don't know. I just. It would. That's a good question. I feel like. I just. I need to know how if he made it through a virgin, all four years mm. at Florida. I just feel like I need to know how. Like, how did you do that? Does that prayer. make sense? It's prayer, man. It's, it's the answer for everything. I guess. I mean. It just, I, I guess I just, it's like I didn't see him struggle with it. And maybe he struggled a whole lot with it. But it was we like, wanted to see him struggle. That's the thing. <laughs> we wanted the struggle and we didn't get it. Well, because I know how much I struggled when there was no options available. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, if I'm, you know, if I had to struggle that much and, and you know, there was no line forming at my bedroom, uh, you know, it's like you didn't struggle at all, dude. Like, yeah. How did, how did you do that? Like, am I missing? You needed something here? to him to lead by example. I guess. I guess. We looked to Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cheering for him. I hope he. I hope he gets to the majors. That'd be sweet. He won't. <laughs> just sports commentary from here on out, Tim. <laughs> Let's just be real. Yet another reason to hate the Patriots, though. The Patriots screwed him. Yeah, <laughs> they did. They did. They did. There was this story about uh, like he had a chance. He had like a uh, like a uh, endorsement deal that they, somebody was offering him it was like a million dollars, and uh, he went to Belichick and just said, "Hey, you know, I'm being presented with this." And Belichick was like, "No, I think you really need to focus on football. It'd be nice if you could just turn that down." <laughs> And Tebow was like, okay, I'll do it. And they cut him like two weeks later and like he <laughs> missed out on the deal. It's like, oh, man. That's good. Man, I hate Belichick. <laughs> I do too. Such a garbage uh, human being. Freaking, he freaking cheated at the Super Bowl. They yeah. filmed the Rams walkthrough in 2002 or 2001 or whatever the year that was. Yep. Like how, Let's just ignore that. How can you like – they they knew the plays. How can you they get over knew them? the plays. <sighs> frustrating anyway anyway yeah. may I hit you with a faith based movie pitch yes 100% let's do this okay uh, I think we talked beforehand about doing a like a valentine's movie mm-hmm. like a christian valentine's movie <laughs> yeah. it just sounds horrible to begin with and like I, love actually waits <laughs> no that's it. Podcast over. I won't, I won't top that joke. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Love actually wins. That's so good. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I Kirk got Cameron plays every role. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's a pure flicks film, like the, the man and the woman that, that do pure flicks, they play every single couple. Oh, that's right. Because it's like a husband and wife. Yes. And they're in every pure flicks movie. 
and they they play like five different couples. That'd be sweet. That'd be amazing. All right, so I got sidetracked. Uh, Sorry. Because I, I thought of like a, for some reason, like I thought of a, a pitch for like a faith-based movie about hip hop. Mm. And, and, and who better, Danny? Who, who more in touch with Christian hip hop than myself to pitch this movie? I agree. So we're going to call this a uh, word of life. <laughs> and if I could give you like a little uh, trailer spiel. Okay. Okay. In a city torn apart by police brutality and civil unrest, one man must bring the people together through his gift of hip hop. I like that. All right. So we're in a city, big city. I'm intrigued. Chicago, New York, somewhere. I don't know. Some big city. Birmingham. <laughs> Birmingham. Oh. <laughs> uh, protagonist goes by the name of word so already you see like the title at play here like his word is his 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 his, his, his uh stage name and the opening stanza it, it really mirrors a walk to remember that there's a gang of youths who are up to no good <laughs> and something goes awry say that i don't know like they're they're tagging a park or something and like some some rival youths come up and maybe a shot is fired. Somebody gets shot in the leg. Mm. Sirens. Everyone scatters except the guy on the ground. He can't move because he's shot in the leg. Yes. So Word decides, I'm going to stay with him. And he's the only one there when the police arrive. So all the charges get put on him. He Even though he was, he was not really doing anything bad. Sent to court. Has to plead out and gets community service. <clears throat> Then he winds up at the community center, one of the hub of the movie, the community center, <laughs> <laughs> doing volunteer work to satisfy his uh, his court conditions. Mm. Falls in love with with the beautiful teacher, beautiful young teacher at the community center, played by Jamie Grace. <laughs> so she's like early twenties. Word is early twenties. Okay. <clears throat> And, you know, we get a montage at the community center of, of the teacher, Jamie Grace, just kind of watching him, like watching him interact with the kids there. And she's starting to realize that maybe she had him all wrong. Maybe he's actually got a heart of gold whole time. He, you know, he does his work and then goes back and little nod to eight mile. He's doing like the rap battles (laughs) at night, but he's, uh, he's having like a crisis of conscience now because he's, he wants to use his gift for something good. And then the, the whole city is rocked by some scandal of police brutality and there's there's riots and it all builds to like a climatic scene where you've got the police in riot gear on one side and like angry protesters on the other side and word has to step out into no man's land between the two groups and perform a freestyle that heals his entire city. Oh my gosh. I'm now, so excited. You think you're excited. Are oh, you ready? Here we go. Are you? <laughs> Word. Yes. 23-year-old rapper from the inner city. Love interest of Jamie Grace. Played by Toby Mac. <laughs> I mean, there's not enough makeup <laughs> in the world to make Toby Mac look 23. It doesn't matter. He's still playing the role. He's- 
Perfect. That's even better. Oh my gosh, Toby. I'm just excited now. Should I make a poster for this? Coming soon. To an inner city near you. Word of Word of Life. <laughs> featuring featuring fifty five year old Toby, <laughs> and the love scenes between him and Jamie Grace are so creepy. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And the soundtrack is <laughs> is obviously heavily featured Toby Mac, but the soundtrack has got like you know Lecrae, uh, Tadashi, like or Takat, whatever his name is. Um, you know, like actual. Christian hip hop, mm. Kendrick, yeah, no, Chance the Rapper, <laughs> little Kanye dropping some Yeezus for us, uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Justin oh. Bieber would be a solid backup casting choice. Oh my gosh, Justin is like young Toby. <laughs> Justin could play old, old Toby, and Toby can play young Toby. I just, I just need a scene of you know because he's got to have like the wise African American mentor, mm. like, uh, like the the Mackay Pfeiffer of Eight Mile. Yes. Oh my gosh. And he's got to have a scene where like he's still playing a twenty three year old, and like his his mentor is like, "No word, you got this gift. You got to get out there and use." It. And he's <laughs> and word, <laughs> word is like, "Man, I got my whole life in front of me." <laughs> So is it Michael Tate? (laughs) It could be. It could be. (laughs) I got my whole life in front of me. I need. I'm about to go to college next year. (laughs) Just really like playing up the fact that he's 23. Oh my gosh! (laughs) I want to have a family someday. Oh my gosh! (laughs) So do we just cast all of DC Talk in this? Kevin as a random cop. Oh gosh! Kevin's the chief, the police commissioner. Yeah, but like, there's no like, there's no transformation required. It's like Kevin Max with long hair and like black fingernails, still frosted tips. Yes, and he's and that weird goatee thing under his lip, and he's wearing like a uh, like a vintage like uh, Smiths. T-shirt with like rips in it, <laughs> and he's like oh, speaking man. Kevin Smith language. He's like just speaking in riddles, oh, trying to be gosh. like all like mysterious and, and whatever. <laughs> mm, mm. I'm excited. <laughs> the rock to- trio themselves, DC talk. We need to to, to really complete the uh, the word experience. We need to cast someone as his. As his mother and father, who are actually younger than he is. <laughs> so maybe oh, like uh, maybe like David White and Andrea White from Pure Flix. Maybe the yeah. Pure Flix couple could be his parents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's got to have like a scene of like teenage rebellion of like, Mom, Dad, I'm so sick of you trying to run my life. <laughs> I belong on these streets. 
<laughs> oh man. Uh, that's one of the worst ideas i've ever had and i'm i'm very proud of it it should be no it's it's solid (laughs) Are, are there any scenes i'm leaving out from it like if you could if you could flesh it out a little bit and add some scenes like what what am i missing here oh man i'm not sure i am not sure (laughs) <laughs> probably rampant drug use <laughs> but like like uh the good drugs but like really like censored heavily like heavily redacted drug use yeah like sanitized drug use for like a yes. face film exactly where you just have like the like the ambiguous pill bottle and you don't know what it, what's in it <laughs> it just has the skull and crossbones on it <laughs> or maybe it's just like they're smoking cigarettes <laughs> It's like, and then word comes on the scene with a freestyle. Like, Smacks man. it out of their yeah, mouth. Yes. Roundhouse kicks it out. <laughs> Toby throws his fedora at it and knocks it out of their mouth. The man does love a hat. Let's just let's just throw that out there. Yeah, he does. Have you ever Plug, seen him without a hat? That. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, I feel like that's privileged if you've, if you've seen Toby without a hat. <laughs> when he takes the hat off? Yeah. <laughs> it means you're one with him. Even from like the early days of DC Talk, I was like, dude, why, why does that guy always have a hat on? Like, what's, yeah. well, what's that about? Some people like a hat, man. I always wear hats. I mean, I wear a hat a lot of the time, too. And it's what you do when you're going bald. That, this is true. And can't afford plugs. <laughs> this is true. This is true. You have to drop a CCM hit to afford it. That's actually where all of the Patreon Patreon money is going. It's going into a fund for hair plugs. <laughs> I thought it was going to fund the faith-based movie, but okay. <laughs> um, that might actually be a faster faster way to do it. We'll just fund the movie, and then the movie, um, then the movie drops. We'll we'll get hair plugs for all of the uh, all of the male fun, sexy Bible time people. <laughs> That's a higher tier. Let's let's be real. <laughs> That's the fifteen dollar tier. We get producer credits for the twenty five dollar tier. Uh, Word will actually drop your name in his f- freestyle <laughs> as he's as he's bringing the. Uh, see, I just imagine like the the freestyle when he's bringing the like the police and the protesters together. It's like that scene in the music video for Beat It where oh my gosh. Michael Jackson yes. is like interrupts the gang fight, like puts his hand on each one of their yes. shoulders and like brings them together. Like that's what I imagine we're doing in, in, the, mm-hmm. in the final freestyle. I love it. <laughs> Cut the check. <laughs> gosh. What do you think Toby Mac would do if he heard that pitch? I mean he would love it. <laughs> you know he would love it. <laughs> He'd probably take us way too seriously. <laughs> he might give us notes. He might just like send the oh show Oh my notes. gosh. Like detailed notes of like what we need to change about the the pitch to get it made. 
He's going to sue us because he already has it written. <laughs> it's already in the works, Matthew. I, the, we may have to recast Jamie Grace because I think he like discovered discovered her when she was like 16. Ooh. And uh, like kind of helped get her music career started. So uh, if if they were doing if they were playing love interest, that would be totally weird. Interesting. Back in the day, like that role definitely would have been taken by one of the sisters from Out of Eden. <laughs> Deep cut for the CCM historians. My show. goodness. I always feel like Sandy Patty should play a role in this somewhere. She is a. She is a homeless woman in the community center. Oh my gosh! Who yes is dressed up like the uh, like the pigeon lady from Home Alone Two. Oh my gosh! And she spins hometown wisdom for word when he's <sighs> least ex- when he least expects it. Oh my gosh! Yes, she's like the oracle. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to drop Sandy Patty, but I had those references ready to go. It's perfect. It's so perfect. And she gets a solo too somewhere. Like uh, she gets like a little. They, they throw her a bone in the screenplay, mm-hmm. where like she's yes. uh, she's sweeping the floor or something, and you get to hear her drop into another time, another place. Oh my gosh! Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> well, I, what, how many people do you think followed us for every single reference for that pitch? Maybe like five. We have we have some historians that are following this is the whole true. thing. This is true. I'm I'm just being silly. I, I'm I'm sure there's at least ten. I'm sure there's at least ten people that stuck with us the entire ride on that. Maybe one, one patron. <laughs> I feel better. Good. I'm glad you got that off your chest. I do. I feel better. So, um, it's like, I almost don't know what to do, uh, when I have a Haas on the show that's not making me uncomfortable. <laughs> it's, it's kind of, it's kind of nice. It's like a, like a relaxed episode where I don't have to, I don't have to like back away from the, you know, from the microphone when it goes to a place where I'm like, ooh, yes, Ooh, slow down, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I really enjoy, I really enjoy Casey's takes. Mm. It's impressive. Just uh, as always, glad that I don't have to interact with her in any, in any real capacity. Mm. Glad I don't have to. Uh, it's see terrifying. Her. Glad I don't have to see her at church on Sunday. <laughs> I feel like that would. That would, that would severely limit what we could do on the show. Mm. So true. All right. So we talked earlier about hot takes. Um, probably one of the, one of the things that, did you ask me to talk about this or how did that get brought? I honestly cannot remember how it got brought up. The office hot take. Yeah. I think Casey relayed me your hot take and I was shocked. Okay, that's how it worked. Yeah, and then I wanted to talk about it with you. All right, so my my office hot take is that Jim was, uh, is, and will always be hypothetically better off with Karen than Pam. Mm. Man, I don't know. 
I will I will I will happily debate this with you. Um I'll okay. go ahead and lay out my lay out my reasons here. here briefly. Uh A Pam is a loser. Can we just Oh my gosh. And it's not a Jenna Fisher thing. I mean she's fine. Uh but Pam is written to be a loser. Like that's that's purposefully done. Pam is Pam is the female Woody Allen. <laughs> she is she is the she is the avatar for women in the audience to project their insecurities upon. Oh my gosh. Much like Woody Allen is. Woody Allen is a is a loser uh schlub that that men can project their insecurities on and say, "Oh, look at that guy. Look at that guy. Oh, he's he's just as awkward as I was. Oh, but he wound up with with the beautiful woman." So, that makes me feel good. <laughs> that that is who Pam is. She is that avatar for women to say, "Oh, I was weird and I had bad hair." Um, but then but I'm going to get the guy. Yes. Because Jim, I'll tell you who Jim is. Danny Huss. Jim is, Jim is the popular boy from high school. You think Jim is the popular cool guy from high school that, that every, every woman wishes she could have talked to. Mm. And so when they see Pam, because they kind of set it up like maybe Jim is like maybe just a little bit higher on the pecking order than Pam is like in, in the early office. They kind of set it up like maybe I'm not going to say he's too good for her, but like she thinks that he might be too good for her. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. I got that for sure. Okay. So it, it, Pam is there to kind of like be like that, that fantasy of like, well, in high school, like the, the popular boy never talked to me because I had bad hair like Pam. Uh, but now I get to watch this show and, oh, it's like the popular boy finally realizes that I'm special and, and she's talking to the popular boy and they're going to make it. They're going to and it's like a fantasy. And it's it's just like the Woody Allen thing of like no beautiful woman's going to fall for Woody Allen. But, you know, schlubs can watch him and be like, well, the pretty girl in high school never talked to me. But, oh, look, Woody Allen, he's just like me. He's talking to the beautiful woman. This is interesting. Also, Danny, I don't have a lot of friends. Fair to point that out at this juncture. Oh my goodness! And also, you were homeschooled. <laughs> I I did some. Uh, I was. Uh, I knew a lot about the Schlieffen plan. <laughs> See, I don't picture Jim as the popular homes or the popular school guy. Interesting. How do you picture Jim? I think he's the like kind of cute standoffish guy that the hot girls are like, man, I bet he's a freak in bed. Well, see, now you're just subtweeting Richard Clark. <laughs> very yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Jim is the popular guy in school. I think he's a nerd. Really? Which That's, is why he has an okay. office job like this. I, I sort of feel like Jim is the coolest guy in the office though. I mean, he did play basketball, right? I think so. Yeah was a basketball player. Yeah, he may have been the cool kid. But give me your give me your take on Karen. Well, for one thing, she's like way hotter than Pam is. Really? Yes. See, I think Pam is way hotter than Karen. Is is okay. I mean, different different tastes. That's fine. Um I just think she's more of like a match for him. Like she doesn't mm, have like the poor interesting. Pitif- she doesn't have the poor pitiful me thing going on. Very interesting. Pam does. She's she's competent. She's like a uh, she's she's a she's a match for Jim. Like, like she can kind of like 
she can kind of give it back to him. Uh, this is fascinating. I've never thought about it like this, actually. I like Pam a lot, though. Maybe because maybe because I see myself as Pam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm identifying as Pam. Maybe maybe it's it's and Casey's coming. my gym. <laughs> Or maybe maybe that's coming like from a, a similar place for me. Like maybe I was Pam. Like maybe I was like the weirdo, and it's like no. If I was alone, she must be alone too. Mm. Yes, this is interesting. I, I will say this though: like uh, my wife has pretty much banned me from bringing up this conversation anymore. <laughs> oh, because, so let's record it for a podcast. Because <laughs> she is a she is a Pam defender. Oh. And Get her on I, the horn. When I start uh, going into my rant about like how Pam is just, you know, Pam is a blank slate for women to project their insecurities upon. That doesn't, that may shock you. That doesn't play real well in my house. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can see it not playing well. Uh, and, and you know, you, you can try to salvage it by like going like the male counterpart of like, no, 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 no. It's just like, she's Woody Allen. It's like, oh, like the guy that's banging his own stepdaughter oh, that's a great comparison oh, matthew uh, yeah right yeah so uh... <laughs> i don't know if i have a debate rebuttal for this because <laughs> it's, it's so crazy it's fine no there's i feel either. i feel i feel attacked because <laughs> i'm pam <laughs> i'm uh i think if i had to uh label myself in the office I, creed yeah, dang it <laughs> did i do it did i nail it yes <laughs> you suck <laughs> oh my god oh man what a day but I mean, I mean, you didn't think I was going to give you like a boilerplate office take, did you? I mean, it's it's pretty well known that I'm just an insufferable contrarian. No, yeah, no, it's it's that's the other slogan for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about keep the right flank strong? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, I've never finished the office though. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not like a like a super expert in it. I've never... I love the show, and we've started it a few times, but we can't get through it, and I don't know what it is. We just just fade out. I feel like the uh, I don't know. I feel like the um, in a weird way, like the the concept of like a documentary crew filming everything, like that's cool. But like it, in a way, like the longer the show goes on, it, it like becomes less and less believable. <laughs> You guys have been filming for 20 years. When's this documentary <laughs> coming out? Yeah. Yeah. And that's like a weird reason to not like a comedy. But I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe that kind of strains it a little bit. Of like, I don't know. That, that's, mm-hmm. that's a half form take. You can st- strike that from the record. Yeah. But can you imagine if they actually put out a documentary? Like it was being filmed. Like mm-hmm. throw that up on Netflix. Oh, the documentary of The Office. So that it was actually being a documentary. Yeah. That'd be, See, that's that'd what be, the money is. I mean, I get that like everybody wanted to like move on to, to <laughs> bigger and better things. 
But like, I think of like the office and parks and rec of like, we couldn't just like get these people back together like every once in a while and just yeah. make, make a ton of money off of it. Like, I don't think you can make the office these days. How the so? stuff Michael said, <laughs> he, <laughs> that just wouldn't play well. I don't think a, he's incredibly racist <laughs> <laughs> and the stuff he had sex. <laughs> I mean, he's everything. The stuff he says to Phyllis makes me want to crawl inside my skin. <laughs> I can't take it. It's so mean. And I just don't know how it could get made today. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, but see, like, uh, uh, contrarian warning. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's why it needs to be made today. I just mm. uh, There was a, uh, Ricky Gervais had a, like a, like a really good quote the other day and I'm paraphrasing it cause I don't feel like pulling it up, but it was like, everybody wants to be offended. So why not just give people what they want? <laughs> I was like, All right, Ricky, I see you, man. Oh, Ricky. Hmm. All right. So basically the Patriots suck. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 We can agree on that for sure. I hate them. How did how did the Patriots leapfrog the Dolphins in the AFC East? Because I feel like after the Bills tortured us for like a solid decade, I kind of feel like that was it was our turn at that point. Yeah, cheating. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some that wear down the line they cheated then too. Oh, poor Dolphins. Yeah. So what are they we... did get a nice they did get a nice like branding update. I like the new logos they did a couple years ago. You weren't a fan of the the dolphin with the helmet? No. I really <laughs> It was weird. <laughs> yeah. It did make sense. Uh, Alabama used to have a logo of like a dolphin oh, an elephant like stepping through a big uppercase letter A. Oh my. And I'll have to send you a picture of it. I don't I have to find it somewhere. I don't think they do it anymore or I haven't for a long time. But like as a kid, it always bothered me because like the elephant was sticking its head through like the the triangle of the of the A, <laughs> and it was like the, tr- the it was like the elephant's head is stuck. Like he can't. It's like a guillotine. It can't get through. Like he can't back out because the the <laughs> hole in the A is too. <laughs> and that the hole me. in the A is too small. Mm. That's our show, everybody. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Did I do it? Did I nail it? Yes. <laughs> 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 <laughs>